podcast. I'm your host, Thierry, with my fellow host, co-host, Killian. Um, honestly, this is just a sports podcast. Talk about anything and everything sports. Primarily focused on basketball and hockey because that's our two biggest passions. If uh, you couldn't tell by looking at us. <laughs> so, uh, first off, I, I we mean, just... You got, you, you got this baseball thing going on behind you. Yeah, that's just for sure. That's just for sure, you know. When the girls come over, they see the <laughs> they see the Blue Jays, you know. I don't play with the Blue Jays. I found that somewhere. That's like a, my dad's old uh, old uh, flag, but you know it looks nice. So so we we hung it up in here. Uh, you got a nice poster beside behind yourself too. It's it's three goats in one area, you know. Oh, three goats. Oh, yes, sir. So so your goat is not the goat. I'm the goat. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> anyway, so obviously, world of the NBA, uh, the biggest news going on right now has been the whole James Harden and Brooklyn Nets situation and everything mm-hmm. surrounding that. And there's a lot of moving pieces to that, obviously. So um, I thought we'd kind of go into the initial trade. Um, don't have all the moving pieces in front of me, but um, if I remember correctly, they the it was a four-team trade. We had Cleveland, Indiana, uh, Brooklyn, and uh, the Rockets, obviously. Yeah. Uh, Rockets come away with Victor Oladipo, four first-pound picks, right? And then four pick swaps. Um, yeah, exactly. I'm not really sure how much like pick swaps really matter, uh, if they do or if they don't. Um, I mean, they, they do like when when comes draft time, but like. Do those you apply know, first, know first and second round? Like, is it any round? Uh, I don't know if they agreed on that yet. Oh, uh, that's like kind of f- figure out the details. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so and then the Pacers come away with um, with um, Levert and uh, Houston second round pick. Um, exactly. Obviously, the main the main piece being Levert himself. Um, Which sucks, guys. He got a yeah. We'll get into that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll get into that. So. Uh, then obviously we got the Nets. They come away with uh, Harden, and then I don't know if they got a pick or something as well. But no, I think that's how they got. Yeah, but Harden, Harden's the main piece, obviously. And yeah. then Cleveland. Uh, well, actually, Houston got someone else too. Didn't they get like Exum as well? I think right. They got Ladipo. Oh no, or did Exum go to Cleveland? Exum might have went no, to Cleveland. No, he's from Cleveland. Oh, he's, he's from, from Cleveland? Cleveland. So he went to the Rockets yeah. then. Yeah. I think. Yeah. So. Um, and then Allen, <coughs> Allen ends up in Cleveland. So yeah. uh, we might be missing a few parts of the trade, but obviously we all know what the major part of the trade is and what people are <laughs> mostly, mostly interested in. So, yeah. I mean, I guess let's leave um, the Nets for last. I mean, we could start off with who I think is like the most boring part of the trade, but like that's still, I mean, good for them is Cleveland getting... Uh, Jared Allen, I know there's memes going around of them trying to build a wall with all the bigs. Uh, I, I, that, that's bro. They already had Andre Drummond. Like I mean, apparently there's talks about him getting traded. So Andre Drummond. Yeah, apparently he's he's trade bait or something. But I don't know if that there's truth to that or not. That's also that's also gonna be a blockbuster trade. Yeah. So yeah, so. How you feeling about the Jared Allen though? Like how how you feeling about them receiving Jared Allen? Does that like make them better? Make the does it make a difference? Is it just like 
good for them. I mean, I can't, I can't even lie to you. Like, I like the way Cleveland started the season. Mm-hmm. Like, they had a really good young core, Culling Sexton, and who's the other guy? I forgot what the other guy's name, but they also got a nice small forward called Isaac Okoro or something. Mm-hmm. He just got drafted this year. Mm-hmm. They had a really good team. They started the season, like, really nice. I think they're fifth in the East right now. Mm-hmm. Um, no. But I, I think Jared Allen, I don't think it was a good idea, personally. Yeah. Because I thought Andre Drummond was doing work. Bro, he dropped like 33 and 23 last week. He was doing fine. And now we're adding Jared Allen. Yeah. I mean, if they trade him away, I guess it may, it will make sense in the end. But uh, yeah. maybe for now, it's a little bit of a of a weird trade. Um, yeah. Do you think they should trade them? I mean... He's he's a little bit older. He could be a piece for another team, and like Cleveland's not doing anything. I mean, I think they should get Kevin Love out of there, for sure. I I, I think Kevin Love needs to get the fuck out. Kevin Love needs to get the hell out of there, bro. <laughs> he's not doing nothing over there, man. He That's came over sure. there for, for LeBron and Kyrie, and those two big yes. god. <laughs> they left him behind. He's been rotting away over there. Bro, I mean, I don't know what he's. Where would Andre Drummond go, bro? Huh? Where would Andre Drummond go? I don't know. What's a team that needs a center in the league right now? A center like Drummond. I don't know, man. I don't know. Like a, a team that could compete for a championship. Yeah, that could compete for a championship. Or maybe, like, Drummond, Drummond gets them into the playoffs. Like, instead of, like, being on the outside, they're on the inside. You know? Would, would Drummond be, like... I'm not. I'm not saying that he's gonna go to this team. I'm just like kind of throwing stuff out there. Would he be an upgrade over someone like Biombo? Yeah, but Biombo comes off the bench, doesn't he? Or no, Biombo's a starter. Yeah, but they got PJ Washington coming off the bench, so you'd right. You'd yeah, I'd give up Biombo for a gentleman, but that's a tough trade too. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> it, like what basically what you're thinking is like, there's no, like, he may be a slight upgrade on someone, but like, not an upgrade that's actually like, why would you make that trade? You know, why would you like break the chemistry to add him in type deal? Exactly. Where, like, I really, I'm telling you, bro. I really thought Cleveland was good enough. Like, I'm, I think they're good enough to make a playoff run, maybe for yeah. a second round, but like, I mean, Jared Allen's a good pickup for them, like future wise. You know, like, like. I don't know how late, how long is he? Do you know his contract? Like how long it is? No, I don't have enough information in my heart. Mm. But I think I thought Jared Allen should have stayed in Brooklyn and they should have fucking given up um, DeAndre Jordan. Yeah, but why would they want DeAndre Jordan? They got Jared Allen. <laughs> Jared Allen's the better player. But that's what I'm saying. Why wouldn't Brooklyn keep Jared Allen and toss DeAndre Jordan? <laughs> I mean, that's not how it works. They have to want DeAndre Jordan on the other side. Fine, like I need to get out, bro. <laughs> his, his days are over, bro. He had a chance to hey, get man. out. Hey man, hey man, I want that guy to get a chip, man. I want that guy to get a DeAndre chip. Jordan? Yeah, he deserves it for the Lob City days. You're saying he doesn't <laughs> deserve it for the Lob City days? You don't like DeAndre Jordan? What's wrong with him? I mean, I like. He can shoot free throws. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's a center, dude. Like, what centers? What centers shoot free throws well? Like, not that many. Yo, kids. Okay, well, you're comparing him to you're comparing him to the best center in the league, and then you just named the second best center in the league. The Marcus Cousins, Boogie, yo, don't talk about my guy Boogie, man. I'm happy for him this season. Okay, yeah, he can also shoot from behind the arc too. Exactly. What can DeAndre Jordan give me, bro? 
I mean, DeAndre Jordan, you're comparing him to, like, Boogie before he, he was injured was also one of the best centers in the league. So, you're comparing him to the wrong people. But anyways, let's, uh, uh like, we, we stayed on that Cleveland trade for a little too long. So, let's move on to Indiana, uh, which I honestly thought was, like, a sick pickup for them because they really, what they, they only gave up Oladipo and then they get a second-round pick and Levert, which I would argue is better than Oladipo right now yeah um but sadly as a result we found out recently he had an mri uh i i forget what kidney kidney so yeah. so he's out for the season which That's what they're saying. That's which what saying. honestly sucks because i thought he was gonna end up in indiana and just go off because i really like liver i honestly didn't yeah. like i was on the, the the side of the people who were saying like yo brooklyn should keep their bench and not trade for harden um, mm-hmm. And then that trade happened so quickly, like came out of nowhere. So um, I didn't expect him to go. You didn't expect him to go to Brooklyn. What do you no, think? I didn't he was expect Karis LeVert to leave. I mean, who were they gonna trade? Dinwiddie was injured. They only had Jared Allen and thing. Kyrie was MIA, so they're not trading him. Nobody wants well, that. Kyrie should have been. Kyrie should have been gone, bro. <laughs> like Kyrie should have been. Man, gone. his trade value is low right now. Nobody wants that. <laughs> Nobody wants that. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> nah, I I feel like Brooklyn, they did a good job like getting James Harden, but the pieces that they gave up, I'm not okay with that. Yeah, they gave up. They gave up a lot. Like ideally, I feel like you'd want to probably give up Kyrie, but uh, like that wasn't gonna work out. And like you would want them to give up like DeAndre. It's like. Like, from the beginning, it was always discussed, like, Dinwiddie, Levert, and Allen were always, like, the trade pieces that, that were had to be part of the deal to make it happen. And then, obviously, uh, Dinwiddie got injured, which sucks for him because I felt like he would have he had a nice season um, yeah. with the Nets. Like, honestly, the Nets, like, how they looked beginning of the season before Dinwiddie got injured, like, just the rotation they had with Kyrie and KD looked nasty. And, like... I could only imagine how that would be if they literally just swapped <laughs> Kyrie with James Harden. That would be a disgusting team. But, like, they were already oh. disgusting, but he'd be even more disgusting. Um, I, I don't... I'd rather have James Harden on the team than Kyrie Irving. Yeah, so would I. I agree. I agree. I think he's, like, he would fit into the team, yeah. like, better. But... KD, KD, I'm not even worried about. about yeah, Kennedy. KD, like, I don't think James nobody's worried about KD. He could play with anybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, so, so, uh, just ending off on the, in- the Indiana, what they got. Like, Levert, hopefully, when he gets healthy, I think that's going to be his team. Well, maybe, like, uh, behind uh, Sabonis and uh, there's Michael another player there. Yeah. But, like, I think very soon that's going to be his squad, him and Sabonis, probably. But um, yeah, I hope he comes back healthy too. So, I thought that like I was excited for him. Kind of sucks he got injured, but it is what it is. So, like that kind of makes the Nets getting Harden look even better, and it also makes them a little suspicious. Like, did they know that this guy was was injured? Like, you know, they didn't know he had that. Because if they I did, mean, that's kind of sneaky on their part. You know. You know, you already know how I feel about this man. Like, I feel like they knew from the get go. Mm-hmm. So like that just had to happen because he's been wanting to go he's been wanting out so yeah right so um then moving on we got 
Houston. Actually, we, did we go over Houston already? They got yeah, we did. Nah. They got they got Oladipo oh, yeah, and the Oladipo. four picks. I mean, like Oladipo's still, Oladipo still trying to leave though. Yeah, He's still trying to go to Miami. Yeah, I've I've been hearing about that, but uh, if he fits, like I think he might fit nicely with the Rockets with what they got right now. If he actually yeah, sticks you around, think, you think him and John Wall can work? I think him and John Wall can work with Boogie in there too. I honestly want Boogie and John Wall to have like a good season. Especially because mm-hmm. James just kind of left them hanging like that, um, and like you know how I feel about Boogie, I love Boogie, so like I've been yeah. wanting that guy to make a comeback. <laughs> I've been waiting for this, bro. So hopefully he stays healthy. Sacramento uh, days are long gone. Yeah, bro. I mean, man, he still got a, he still got a little something, you know. He still got a little something. He still the, the the talent is still there, you know. The talent is still there, but I don't. I just don't see him taking the ball off a rebound and taking it up the court. You know, yeah, like yeah, back yeah. then, back then he would do that. Now, yeah, but he can still pass the ball. He can still shoot it. He can still finish. Yeah. Like you know, mm-hmm. like he still got all the all the skills that you need to still be like an above average center, which he can be for sure if he's healthy. Yeah, he he can stay efficient, okay. Yeah, so so I think that's all really to say with the Rockets. Like we, I think uh, I don't know if Oladipo his debut was tonight or if it's tomorrow. Uh, by the way, it's uh, Monday, January eighteenth. Uh, at the time that we're recording this, just just to give you guys a timestamp. So I think all the MLK Day. Yeah, that's sir. Shout out to MLK. Uh, My man. <laughs> so, um, Oladipo, I think he might have made his debut tonight, but or if it's not tomorrow, because I think I was seeing some rumblings about that. Um, so we'll see how that works. Um, if he does really want to still get traded out, he might have to play nice <laughs> on the Rockets to so he can look good and get out of there. Or just, you know, if it works out with the Rockets, that's a good thing too. We'll see. I just don't know what Miami would be willing to give up for him. I don't think they'd have to give up much, to be honest. I don't think he's worth that much. That's why I'm kind of surprised that's all Indiana had to give up in that deal. But they weren't like the major piece. But they came away with, in my opinion... The second best player in that whole deal. I mean, we're only saying that because Victor Oladipo has been injured for a while, bro. Yeah. Like, we haven't seen him play for a while. Yeah. He, he was nice. Yeah, he was nice. He was nice. Like, mm-hmm. he could still be nice, but, like, he was injured. He's also older than Levert. Like, now Levert with the MRI, it kind of makes things different. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, before that, I was like, wow, that's, like, if I'm Indiana, I'm happy. I come up with a pick and Levert for Oladipo, who just came back mm-hmm. from injury. Like, that's... That's pretty nice. Like, I know it was a second-round pick, which, like, I don't know how much value that has, but um, still, yeah, like, like Levert for Oladipo straight up is still, like, a decent trade. And then you're coming up with a pick on top of it. Like, I think that, like, I as soon as I saw that trade, I'm like, damn, Indiana came out of that, like, pretty clean for just giving up one player who just came off of injury. Um, yeah. And then, obviously, uh, James Harden to the Nets. So, um, what were your initial thoughts and did any of them change when uh after you saw james harden's uh triple double debut 32 points 14 assists 11 rebounds i think so he went off and then uh kd also dropped 40 40 what was it 42 something like that so um so did your opinion change at all after the debut or did you did you just think it was going to work out from the jump i always thought james harden and kd was going to work Mm-hmm. Always like, I, I imagining Kyrie on the court is just odd for me. Yeah. Because how is he gonna get touches? How is he gonna make plays for Like mm-hmm. James Harden can score the ball, 
and make plays for anyone else. Mm-hmm. I think that's what yeah. everybody was like thinking of initially, right? Was like Kyrie get like the mix with Kyrie himself, and also them losing their bench to get James Harden. Like that was kind of the main concern. Like I was definitely on that first half of being like, oh, I don't know if I would uh, like this trade. Um, just because they'd be kind of wiping their bench and then also trying to make Katie, Kyrie, and James work. I think Katie and James by themselves, and even before the trade happened, I, I always thought Katie and James by themselves would work and would work better than Kyrie and yeah. Katie. Um, so, so, um, but afterwards, after the debut, my opinion kind of changed. But but for you, it was always kind of kind of just yeah. I, I knew they were gonna work. Even James Harden on court. Yeah, even Kyrie, like even right if Kyrie, now, even if Kyrie's in the mix, would you like that lineup better than what they had before? I don't, I don't want Kyrie on the team, team, bro. I I mean I don't even think the Nets want Kyrie on the team to be honest. <laughs> like I'm I'm serious. <laughs> like at this point, I don't even think the Nets want Kyrie on the team. But like, uh, the only reason why Kyrie should be on the team, I think right now. Is if I'm allowing him to come off the bench. <laughs> I mean, I, I was I would say the same thing, because I think I, I would rather have James playing PG than uh, <laughs> than Kyrie. But um, but yeah, man. So, but with Kyrie in the mix, would you rather have the lineup they had before with Kyrie, KD, and then having Levert, Allen, and then Dinwiddie healthy off the bench, or would you rather have like their current situation now with the team they have? No Allen, no Levert, uh, still got Dinwiddie, but he's injured, and then you got Kyrie James and KD on the court. That's tough. I feel like the situation they had before the rotation is like there's more players, there's more depth. Mm. Right now, I feel like the last game they played, they had only seven players active. Mm. They also had like a ton of turnovers. I mean, it's it's pretty much clear that their their goal is like. It's not about defense. It's literally just like we're gonna outscore you, and that's like that's what the team is like. We're so talented. We're just gonna outscore you every game, and it doesn't matter how many points you drop on us. We're just gonna drop more on you anyway. Which is why I don't think they they're gonna win a championship. Yeah, I mean, I still think LeBron and the Lakers are better. Like you know, I see I see LeBron fans out here being like, oh, everybody going to the to the to the East. Oh, everybody wants to oh, against LeBron. I'm 36. <laughs> I'm 36. We all seen the meme. That was, so, that was a funny video, bro. Oh yeah, man. Shout out to RDC for getting on ESPN. They deserve it, and and getting getting recognition from LeBron. Love those guys. But uh, but yeah, I still think like you know like we we. I know there are, like it's all funny games LeBron fans joking about stuff like that but like LeBron still has AD man and honestly like like LeBron and AD it's kind of funny <laughs> to say and this is how you know like Le- like LeBron's stature is where it is it's like I could see LeBron and AD especially with the team that they have matching up fine against the Nets you know what I mean oh uh, I'm like, not even worried about that I'm not worried about it at all either like like they were what only the second players to ever be like both like have two players from the same team on the first team all NBA like that's ridiculous mm-hmm. that's ridiculous yeah. like you could argue I feel like the only reason people wouldn't say this is because of LeBron's age but he's still performing like you could argue this is his best team that he's ever had but like you know like which, like, which is crazy yeah because people are gonna say the heat which like I'm still yeah. leaning towards the heat but like I mean like all around like this team is just solid and like his chemistry with AD is like better than any other All Star. I know people are gonna be like, "Nah, Wade, Wade," like, yeah. But I, but like, AD's the best player he's ever played with. I think 
So yeah, like, I, I would argue that. You would argue that. Who do you think it is? Mm-hmm. You think it's D Wade or Kyrie? Uh, I mean, no, no, no. I feel like when it's gonna be all said and done, we're gonna say AD. But right now, I have to go with D Wade because of what they've done. Mm-hmm. You know, but I just we'll feel see. like talent. Yeah. Like, like I don't know. Like, I love D Wade. I love D Wade. But I just feel like talent, mm-hmm. and also like just the way, the way AD can play off of LeBron, and like yeah. what LeBron does for him, is just like they're just like such a nasty combo. And then like the team got better than than the championship team from last year. So, yeah. so the Nets versus them, especially with them having no defense, like I get it, like if like someone on the Nets is just gonna is just gonna score. And honestly, if you're playing against them, I feel like the, the player you leave you let do his thing is KD because you're not gonna stop him anyways. So might as well stop the other guys, you know? Like nah, KD, if if KD if the Nets face the Lakers, KD's getting stopped. Yeah. You think yeah, KD's, KD's getting the, stopped? AD is the only man, the only man in the league that can stop KD. Yeah, and then and then who's guarding James? Nobody. Nobody's guarding James. Let James do what he wants. You talking about James Harden or LeBron James? James Harden. Oh, KCP can handle that guy, bro. KCP on James Harden. Okay. Who's gonna guard LeBron? Nobody, bro. Nobody could guard nobody on that team. KD probably would have to. KD would probably have to guard LeBron. And then what? DeAndre Jordan would have to deal with AD. Yeah, probably. Baby food. That's an easy thing. I mean, who else is gonna guard LeBron? I feel like KD's the only KD's the only guy on their team who can like guard anybody. Well, it can't be James Harden because that boy don't play defense. <laughs> hey man, he gets some steals. Okay. Uh, he gets some steals. I'll give him credit. His defense, he gets roasted for his defense too much. Like, he's not a, the best defender ever, but he's not as bad as people make it seem. You know? He's lazy. It's just, yeah, he's just lazy. It's when he decides to play defense. But, yo, my man my man just threw a tantrum. I would hope that he plays defense this year, you know? He uh, just threw a tantrum. You better do everything you can on this team or else, you know, oh. Diva. KCP's going to shut him down. Dennis Schroeder's going to shut him down. I'm not worried <laughs> about that guy. Okay. Um... Also, like, other piece to the James Harden trade is, um, mm. I don't know if you heard the rumors, but there, I think it was confirmed that the Sixers had Ben Simmons and uh, Maxi on the table for yeah. James Harden, which is kind of crazy because if I'm the Rockets, I'm taking that over whatever I got from, really? like, I don't know. They got four picks, which is, like, that's a lot. Like, four first-round picks plus Oladipo. But it's, like, yeah. Maxi and Simmons versus... Four first round picks and Oladipo, like Simmons is the best player in all of that. Maxi looks like he's gonna be nice, and you don't even know what those first round picks are gonna be. Oladipo, you might have to flip him, or he's likely gonna leave the team at the end of the season when his contract's done, because I think his contract's done this year. So, like, I don't know. It's kind of a weird trade. Yeah, you're getting rid of James Sarden to add Ben Simmons, and I always thought Ben Simmons would work more like around shooters mm-hmm. adding him to Houston you already have John Wall to handle the ball so I don't know if that would work yeah I mean I don't know it's more it's more kind of like you come away with a player that's young that you can build around like you don't know how long John Wall's there right like how many seasons is he going to get in, under his belt healthy and if he is healthy like what what's to say that he even stays in Houston and doesn't just go somewhere else um, that's exactly why they got eight picks Four yeah. swaps and four first rounds. Yeah. And if they do trade Victor Oladipo, they'll get picks for sure. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah, I don't think like 
like I don't think it'd be that hard for other teams to acquire Oladipo just given the situation. Like he wants yeah. to leave. The, I think I'm pretty sure his contract's done. So it's kind of just like why not trade him? I just don't know if Miami's gonna be a good fit because now you have Jimmy Butler, Victor Oladipo, Tyler Hero, Goran, yeah, and a bunch of like two way players. I mean, speaking of Miami. Like I, I want them. Like there's the rumors of them going for Beal, and I think that would be nasty. That would be nasty, but I don't know. That's a tough one too, because so, now now we're thinking of having Bradley Beal and Jimmy Butler on the same court at the same time. You see that work? I, uh, I can see Jimmy Butler work with anybody, bro. I can see Jimmy really? Jimmy Butler. I love Jimmy, man. He's been one of my top five favorite players in the league since his Chicago days. I love that guy. So honestly, I think Jimmy, if his head's in the game and he wants a chip, which clearly they all they went all the way to the finals last year, so I think he wants it pretty bad. And the chemistry on that team is nice. I think he he does whatever he can, he whatever he can to make that team work. And like Beal would be Beal would be like a big score for them because they don't really have like a big score like that you know they kind of just like disperse the scoring across the team like whoever's hot hand is hot hand like yeah it's Jimmy's team but Jimmy doesn't need to put up points to like be an impact like he could score like he could score like 10 points and be fine you know like it's he'll play he'll play his defense he'll participate you know he'll work hard every every time he's on every minute he's playing and like yeah. if it ends up being Bam that night or Tyler Hero or Duncan Robinson or Goran Dragic Whoever needs to score scores and and they just win that way, you know. So, and like Bo would actually give them like a bona fide score, you know. Like that guy can put that shit in the basket. Like he can ball, bro. He looks nice this season. Like I just would hope that they wouldn't lose too much because they already lost. Um, what's his name? Jay Crowder to Phoenix, mm-hmm. which was a big impact. Like he had a big impact last season. Yeah, he did. He did. So I don't know. I wouldn't want them to lose too much with Bradley Beal. Cause that boy don't play defense either. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, yeah. Mm, true, true. Well, um, I kind of want to move on to um, the topic of the Raptors this season and how they're looking. Ooh. So we're we're obviously, if you didn't notice from the from the Blue Jays, even though I'm not a fan of the Blue Jays at all, uh, we're a Toronto-based podcast, so. Um, we're gonna be talking about the Toronto teams like pretty pretty heavily. Obviously, we're gonna dip into other news in the leagues and other big happenings in the world of sports. But we're always gonna come back and touch base on on home and our home teams. So, um, <laughs> twenty nineteen champions. Damn, that was a while ago. <laughs> that was a while ago. Oh, the Raptors are looking rough this season. When I tell you. I've watched more Hornets and Nets games than Raptors games this season. That's how you know. Like, I watched Raptors Hornets. versus Hornets, and I'm cheering for the Hornets. Wow. <laughs> You're just disrespectful to the city, bro. You're hey, man. just disrespectful. Hey, man. I'm an NBA fan. I'll just watch whatever team. I've never nah, been a Raptors fan. You're a Raptors fan. Nah, bro. I'm an NBA fan. Yeah? yeah. So you were cheering in 2019, Of huh? course I was cheering in 2019. I'm from the city. But oh, Okay. Obviously, of all the teams, you would want your hometown city to win. But, like, I'm not a sure. Raptors fan. Like, I'm not upset if the Raptors lose one night. I'm just like, was that a good game? Okay, it was a good yeah. game. Like, I just want to see good games. I'm just an NBA yeah. fan. Like, I just want to see sick highlights of good games. That's all I care about. So, yeah. um, 
but yeah obviously in 2019 that was an exciting moment very happy like we had Kawhi on the team too so as an NBA fan you're kind of like you're basically watching a star player dressed in your hometown's jersey which is like when you're just watching highlights or or watching games to see a star player play you have a star player on the team if Kawhi would have stayed would have gone back to back we might have we might have for sure last year last year I thought we were going to go all the way um but clearly that didn't happen um but yeah man the Raptors are looking rough they're looking rough this year Four and eight or thirteen, almost the second worst team in the league right now. Yeah, That's and like I know people are like, "Yo, no Siakam hate," but I'm sorry, man. That guy is not. He's not the star, man. He's not the guy. He's like secondary. Like you know what I mean? Like he's not. He's not number one. He's not the it's star of that to carry the team. Spin move, bro. <laughs> I mean, they also is. paid that guy. Like I, he deserved it. But like now it's kind of looking like damn, <laughs> like. I mean, he damn. had to get paid because he won. Um, what's that called? Most, Most improved. improved. Yeah, mm-hmm. he had a good year that year, and then like yeah. last season, I know he had a nice regular season, and even this year, like he's putting up points. But it's kind of just like, it feels like empty to me. Like I know Raptors fans. This is the thing. Like this is the bias that you have when you're a fan of a team. Like, they 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 see what the numbers he's putting up my guy put up a triple double and everybody was excited like that's the first triple double of his career though you know what i mean he lost like, they lost that game though yeah and they lost that game and like what he missed a couple couple games straight he missed like possible game winning shots like three games in a row yeah three games in a row like it's it's like things like that it's like num- sometimes like just look at russell westbrook bro triple double my guy averages a triple double does anybody think yeah. that guy's winning a ring that guy's not winning a ring. Pascal already has a ring. We'll give him that, bro. We'll give him that. Um, but <laughs> we'll give him that. But um, but like I don't know. As like he's still a great player. Like you know what I mean. He he has flaws in his games. His ceiling wasn't as high as what I thought it would be. Um, like I thought he had more more to achieve. But um, and like once again, still a still a great player. Don't want to bash the guy, but just like. On a championship team, he's not number one. You know, he's he's not the guy, and I don't think I don't he'll think ever be the guy. At this point. Yeah, huh? I don't even think the Raptors have a number one, bro. I mean, I would say he's their number one, but they don't really have a true number one. Yeah. Yeah. So. So yeah, they're looking kind of rough. Fred, I know he started yeah, the season though. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> We're debating know. whether or not the Raptors are gonna make the playoffs. That's I know, crazy. I, know. I, I don't know. Wow, I, 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 I never thought that would be a thing. It's it's looking rough for them, man. Like I don't know, <laughs> I don't know. Like at this point, super low key, I think it's time to tank, <laughs> trade Lowry, like get. Damn. Yeah, man. I think it's like like and not trade Lowry in a disrespectful way, like they did to DeRozan. Like <laughs> 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 like don't don't disrespect the guy. Like come to him and be like, hey, man. Like, do you want to go win another chip? Like, what's a team we can send you to? We'll figure out a place to send yeah. you. You know what I mean? Like, do him nice. Like, send him to send him to a contender so he can actually contribute and do something. Uh, you're keeping Fred. You're keeping you're keeping OG. You're keeping Pascal. Unless you could trade Pascal for another star. <laughs> People are saying trade Kyrie, <laughs> trade Kyrie to Toronto. <laughs> you you guys could have. I don't know. Yeah, we don't, we don't want him, bro. <laughs> you guys could have. Uh, Yo, who's who's a bench warmer? Who's a who's a nasty bench warmer? <laughs> Yo, who's the guy who never gets off the bench? <laughs> you could you could have him I, for Kyrie. 
Oh, fuck Kyrie. <laughs> this guy's gonna come here and sage the place. Hey, man, the sage is good. I love the sage, personally. <laughs> I don't mind the like... sage, to be honest. I thought people made too much of a big deal about that. Like, who cares? My guy put some sage. What I care about is him going MIA <laughs> for MIA, going to party. Like, you know what I mean? I feel like <laughs> I feel like he could have just handled that so much better. Like, I feel like he just told the management, like, hey, I'm dealing with some personal issues. Like, that's, like, one primary thing is just, like, telling your management where you're going because it's still a job. Like, that's one thing. Like, I know people want to be super understanding and everything like that. But at the end mm. of the day, it's, like, it's still a job. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he is the management. What did he say about Steve Nash oh, at the beginning goodness, of the season? Bro. Disrespect. <laughs> he said, we, I don't, we don't need a coach. We coaches. <laughs> We're the coaches. I mean, he also said that he never played with a player who could hit a shot, too. So he's also. <laughs> so I don't know if you want to take. He also said the earth is the earth is flat. So I don't know if you want to take everything that comes out of Kyrie's mouth <laughs> mouth as facts. But I can't um, take that guy seriously. Uh, neither can I, man. Used to be one of my favorite players in the league, and then he became a clown. <laughs> but how um, do you hit a lifetime changing shot, and then become like this? <laughs> and then go to Boston, not do shit. Go to the Celtics. I mean, sorry. Then go to the Nets and need K- KD to come and help you. <laughs> like, damn. <laughs> Him and LeBron could have stayed together and seen something happen the year after. He didn't want to be number two, man. He didn't want to be his Pippin. He didn't want to be his Pippin. That's a problem. Man, you but, really have to touch that ego to the side. Oh, man. If I'm man. him, if I'm him, bro, that guy should kiss LeBron's feet. <laughs> that guy should kiss LeBron's feet. LeBron won him the chip. He wasn't doing shit in Cleveland before then. He was nice, but, like, what? Yeah, he was nice, but not championship nice. Man, he would not have a ring without LeBron. And, like, I'm not even, like, Facts. I'm not even, like, a LeBron lover like that. You know what I mean? I just, you know, you just recognize what, what the man is, like, who he is. He's a great player. He's one of the greatest of all time. Some people would argue the greatest of all time. The so, greatest of all time. So, yeah. But, um... But anyways, <laughs> start off with the state of the Raptors. We about, we're not about to become uh, Skip and Shannon on here, bro. <laughs> so you know, those guys, those guys, they come in. They're like, hmm, oh shit, shit's getting kind of stale. Yo, you know what we should do? <laughs> Yo, LeBron Jordan, man, start it off again. How are we gonna bring it up? Hey, how about you bring it up this way? How about you just bring well, that's up? That's a hot debate, bro. That's a debate that we all need to have. Yeah, but those guys. I mean, honestly, I think like. LeBron wins one more chip and then it's over. Like he's the goat. It's done. No, no, no. Like I think right goal. now it's still an argument. I think it's still fair to have an argument because, mm-hmm. like, just the two extra chips that Jordan has. If like, hey, you guys might have another goat. Some people say, was it usually Kareem or yeah, right? So yeah. So you might have another goat, but like it, the main debate these days has been like Jordan, LeBron. And I think like the two chips like definitely makes a difference the the straight sweep but then also like I don't think people give LeBron his credit for how many times he's been to the finals like I don't think he should be punished for losing in the finals I think that's better than losing in the first round so there's arguments to go both ways and I think just like with the longevity how many times he's been to the finals and the competition he's faced I think like right now at four chips they're already kind of tied to me and then if he wins one more I think the debate is pretty much done Especially, like, if this guy still has a couple more great seasons in him. Like, if this guy's going to have 20 seasons of just amazing play for 20 years, like, that's insane. So, I think the debate is over after that. But I think it's just for right now, excuse me, is uh, 
is it's still like they're still kind of tied just because of Jordan like not only how he what he did in the game but like what he did to build the game up and like make the league better and like shoe deals and all these things like like they're both they're both like iconic in their own ways in different ways yeah. you know what I mean so <clears throat> I think it's I mean, yeah, I'm hearing a lot of Jordan people, people say that now what it's crazy saying what that now like it's more like they're iconic in their own ways before, yeah, before I, before that championship LeBron just won yeah uh, I'm just the goal yeah before that championship he only had three chips you know what I mean that's kind of tough you know what I mean you got Kobe with more chips you got Jordan with more chips you got so many people with more chips and Kobe like, still has more chips Jordan still has more chips yeah yeah so they still have more chips but like now it's like when it's only when he's only one or two chips away from them and then on top of that he has all this longevity and, and this many play, finals appearances and all that then the debate becomes like a lot closer because then you can't just be considering chips and one chip difference should not really put someone that far ahead like like you're saying you hear a lot of Jordan fans say that now <laughs> I don't think that's true I think if you go on Instagram and you see like the actual true Jordan lovers like the real Jordan fans the ones who love that guy like, like Skip Bayless they know his middle name I wouldn't know his middle name if it wasn't for Skip Bayless Michael Jeffrey Jordan like <laughs> Shannon even started to say LeBron's middle name now <laughs> so um, what is it Raymond I don't know what the hell it is man I think it's Raymond is it <laughs> I think so I'm not sure LeBron Raymond James that. might be <laughs> if you're wrong <laughs> but yeah uh, do you know Dikembe Matobo's full name <laughs> yo don't test me with that shit bro <laughs> Jean-Jacques. <laughs> what does that guy have? 11 names? Something like that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, I think, like, LeBron definitely, like, when his career is said and done, like, I don't think it's going to be a debate anymore. But, like, for now, and, like, definitely before he's won his chip with the Lakers, I was definitely, like, Jordan is the number one, LeBron is second, which, like, I also remember I've told you this before, I don't really get why people are upset at LeBron being second I think that's already like especially when he only had three chips was like so much respect to him to put him above so many people who had more chips or like you know whatever the case was whatever the argument was for them like like to be someone who only had three chips and be considered like the second or first best in most people's opinions is like that was already an achievement and I think just like now he's got his fourth chip he's two chips away with a fifth chip it's like are we really gonna knock the man for one chip like Really, it's because he's been where he's been relevant in the game for way too long. He's been bro. relevant for so long, like it's crazy. And I think it's kind of like now that like you're starting to realize his age and like where he's at, and like you kind of look back and you're like you see some old commercials from like the early two thousands. You're like, damn, like LeBron James was already in the league at that time doing his thing. It's kind of crazy. Exactly. So you know, you kind of just gotta I, sit back and appreciate. Yeah, when I talk to Jordan fans. The only thing they mentioned to me is like the six championships and then two years prior to that. So that's eight years. LeBron's been relevant in eight for eighteen. Yeah. <laughs> like I mean, like, I think there's lots of things they argue like both ways. Like I think it's like I think it's also like like I don't know about for other people, but like I feel like the whole like mentality argument, like like I know it's like whatever it means or doesn't mean. But I will say, like, the way I see Jordan react to people and plays and things like that, for some reason, like, that, like, excites me and I I endear to it more 
than like LeBron running to the ref and be like, yo, what the hell? And stuff like that. Like the only thing, the only thing that would make LeBron so much more likable is if he just wasn't like, like, like he is coddled by the league a lot because he's LeBron James. And it's like, like the fact that the guy's only been ejected one time, like, you know, I'm sure that ref lost his job too. So like, <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, Adam Silver's like, yo, you don't eject that guy. He makes us money. Don't don't ever eject that man. But like, you know, he is, it's like things like that. And I get the league has changed. So like LeBron just can't run through someone and he has, he has to flop and stuff because he's big. So like he won't get his calls if he just runs through it and takes it and stuff like that. But like, and I think LeBron is also like very much obsessed with being the GOAT, which is his greatest quality, but also his biggest downfall because like, he cares so much about it that like if he has any distractors or anything goes against it or if anybody doesn't actually believe he is like he's he seems like he stresses about it and like that bugs him like is that fair to say would you agree or like you don't think so like i feel like he's really obsessed with that like he's really obsessed with like i want to end my career and be the goat which is a great thing but when it like comes off of like off of you like that like an aura of like desperation which i feel like it comes off with him sometimes you're kind of just like for me like it's not the most attractive thing but like if you strip all that away if you just strip all that away and you just like look at what he does on the court and look at what he's achieved like yeah man he's he's amazing like he's he's like 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 we should be glad that we even get to watch this man yeah i don't feel like at this point he has anything else to prove (laughs) i don't think i don't think so either i think like here's the way I like to look at it now man like I think you almost have to look at it like a a Mount Rushmore of -hmm. players cause like I do agree with like the era the era differences and you know just like what they did for the game like like Jordan what he did for the game in, in terms of promoting the game and all that like like that wasn't really like on court talent and achievement that was like he was the first to get like a huge shoe deal and he made like nike what it is and he made money for the nba and things like that and those aren't really like like achievements as a player they're kind of like achievements outside of the game which is like even you could talk about a player like Allen iverson who like never won a chip but like all his like his impact that he had on the huh practice yeah (laughs) but like the impact that he had on the game culture wise and things like that you know what i mean like sometimes there's these other little side things that like players do that are like that make them big and make them super popular that's why like a guy like jordan who who only had six chips there's people who have more chips than him but he's been considered the goal for so long you know what i mean it's all these like separate little factors right it's like who he was as a scorer too like that's one thing about jordan who he was as a scorer as a defender too like those things were like big aspects of his game like the guy won defensive player uh of the year and he made a couple all team all defense so like for for most of his career i think he was first team all defense um and then and then also the mystery of his career of just like the question of like if he didn't retire both times like if he stayed there for the seasons where he played baseball and if he stayed after he won his last chip in 98 like how many chips would this guy have won right like they were like they were hot hand you know what i mean he literally left came back and they were still hot like that's crazy mm-hmm. so it's kind of like if you remove that gap and then you yeah i know i know what you're gonna say you're gonna be like you can make the argument he had some rest and stuff that's like but then you can also make I mean, the no, argument. No, no, not, not even not even about the rest it's just to me you remove lebron off one team they're a lottery team you remove jordan off one team i mean he was only ever on one team really the wizards don't count <laughs> so we're not gonna count the wizards so we took him off the bulls 
I mean, you take him off the Wizards. That you take him off the Wizards, they're definitely worse. <laughs> he made them better. <laughs> like they were pretty bad. And like, if you're starting, if a 38 year old is your star, like there's problems in that on that team. But I mean, you take you take Jordan off the Bulls, and then like they're not the Bulls anymore. You know what I mean? Like, they still win 55 games. Yeah, but then what they do in the playoffs when they get Second eliminated? Round. Second round. Second round. Second yeah. round. What team was Second round LeBron versus three chips, then three chips. Bro, you're right. You're right. That's what I'm like this this is all the factors that why he was he was ranked top two <laughs> while only having three chips. Like these are all the factors. Like the 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 people he had to go up against, like the teams he had to go up against. Him yeah. carrying like he like there there's the Cleveland team when he was in Cleveland originally and then there's also the Cleveland team when he was in Cleveland the second time one Kyrie and Love were injured so like those mm-hmm. those are all the things where you, like you have to give the man his respect and that's why he's he has been ranked above people that he's like arguably had achieved less than in terms of like achieving the the main prize and what people usually rank which is like like the thing is is like people are always looking at chips at the end of the day like that's the major piece that's what really matters like you know yeah. and and, but like LeBron achieved so much besides chips and that's why he was ranked number two in most people's minds and I think like people gotta like stop being upset about their favorite guy being ranked like lower than they would rank him like I feel like to me if like if I love a player and I rank him like number one in a sport as long as you put him in like your top three or something like that then I don't care like you know what I mean it's like you're giving him his respect that he deserves he's in your top three like if you're doing like Skip Bayless and he's not even in the top ten then you're just ridiculous you know what I mean like then you're just ridiculous like like being ridiculous is different being like respectful and being like yeah LeBron is my second all time and Jordan's my first and like you have your arguments why like I feel like you have to sit back and you have to respect that you know what I mean and the same thing for a LeBron fan who says LeBron is first but I definitely think that like Jordan fan or LeBron fan, I think like one more chip for him, and like I think the debates, the debates done. Like it's just done, just in terms of longevity, competition, how many times he's gone mm. to the finals, all that. You know what I mean? Like points. Like this guy's like he's still performing <laughs> at thirty six in year eighteen. And it's ridiculous. And, and he's playing all time career low minutes. It's ridiculous. Thirty minutes a game. That's not LeBron, bro. Man, it's ridiculous. That, that's all I have to say. The guy is ridiculous. But um, I heard, um, I heard Mark Jackson say one more thing. I heard Mark Jackson, Mark Jackson say that he wants to play until his son gets in the league, so they can win a chip together. <laughs> and if he did that stuff, man, if he did that, like I think, I think the debate is over for everybody. I think it's just like it's done. Like you know what I mean? I think everybody considers him like the goat at that point. I feel like if you don't. Because there's some people who just deny just because they deny. Because they don't like LeBron. You know what I mean? Like, because mm-hmm. um, like I said, LeBron kind of has, like, those aspects to his personality that are kind of annoying. Like, like people don't pe- like people don't always like the guy who just, like, claims he's the GOAT and he's the king and all that, like, off the bat. Some people love that. Some people are like, yes, sir. Like, you're the guy. Say it. And then some other people are like, man, you know, be humble. You know? So, yeah. so there's, like, that aspect to it. I feel like the thing is with Jordan... Is I feel like the the reason people liked him so much, like like, as a person maybe, like at least on the court, and maybe the older mm-hmm. heads and stuff they were more endeared to him. I think it was just because like he was a killer on the court, and he also just like dodged the media kinda, for his for his own brand. Cause like you know we all know the story of like him he had to sell the shoe, 
so we didn't support like certain causes and things like that you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so it's kind of hard to like dislike someone when you don't really know anything about them really you know what i mean you kind of just see them just being an assassin on the court and that's it you don't really like and like you see them smiling and being nice with fans or whatever but you don't really see them talking about like themselves and stuff too much in interviews and just being humble all the time yeah like you know like if you watch like a conversation about mike talking about the goat and stuff he'll just be like oh yeah like how do you judge the goat eras and stuff like that whereas if you ask lebron he'd be like yeah i'm the goat you know what i mean like which is like and like people don't like that like that rubs people the wrong way whether it's true that he is the goat or not you know what i mean you some people you hear that and you're like dude like like goats don't call themselves goats you know like so it's like i think it's those little aspects to lebron's personality and jordan is why some people are like so obsessed with like keeping jordan on the top but then like once you erase all that away and all the extra stuff on the side and you just look at achievements only like if lebron wins one more chip it's it's just it's not an argument anymore but anyways uh anything else you want to touch on that debate or or you're satisfied with this combo <laughs> nah we good i know i know over time we're gonna talk about that jordan lebron thing so yeah you know. i mean like i mean i said my piece man i'm pretty like 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 i said if he wins one more chip the debate's over like it's over and like and they're tied at the moment so that's that's it for me they're tied at the moment and one more chip and he's he's the go but so are you think they're going back to back uh, I think they should go back to back. I think I don't. I don't think any team in the league is better than them right now, right, bro. They're right. better than last year. They have the same. They they literally brought back the same team but better. You know, so. I mean, I I would, I would still rather have Rondo, bro. I would. I know. I was about to say too. Like out of all the pieces they lost, Rondo hurts the most. But like, who really cares about Howard and McGee? Like you know, like they lost Danny. I personally like Danny. I know the league has, like, some hate on for Danny for some reason. But, like, I love Danny. Like, it's like, yeah, maybe he's not scoring, but he's still defense. Like, you know, he still plays defense. Like, I love Danny Green, personally. So, but, anyways, I guess that's a debate. better than Weston Matthews. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But, anyways, I want to move on to some hockey, man. Um, We've been chatting about the NBA for a little while. Um, So, once again, obviously... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, obviously we're in Toronto, so uh, fans of our teams. Uh, and one thing I will claim uh, is I'm definitely a Leafs fan. Been a Leafs fan for a long time, so that's my main <laughs> squad. So he went let, through a lot. Let the roast begin. <laughs> so, so, um, so yeah. So, Killian, you watched the game tonight. Killian's actually like uh, getting into hockey now so you'll kind of get the perspective of like a a longer time fan and then someone who's kind of just like digesting it for what it is and like he he isn't sullied by all the losses (laughs) that 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 we've experienced the hate that you develop because yeah my heart is fresh (laughs) you know for us fans that ottawa game on friday we see that and then it's like yo the season's over (laughs) the season's over that that's gonna hang over them for a while Hmm? that friday game was Intense, man. The Ottawa game? That was horrible, man. Yeah. That was embarrassing. I'm sorry, Ottawa fans. You guys are, like, one of the worst teams in the league. Like, even though, like, yeah. like I like the players they have. I like the players they have. I like the acquisitions they made. They're better than they were last year. They got a nice goalkeeper in Matt Murray. And then uh, they got a nice rookie on the squad. And, like, they got nice little pieces. They have a player called Connor Brown who used to play for the Leafs. So I love him. Um, so, like, so they got... Saying- you're saying Ottawa should be the worst team in the division? 
they should be the worst team in the division 100%. They should be the worst team in the division 100%. Like, worst team in the league, that might be a bit of a stretch. They're probably, like, bottom three or five teams in the league. Probably not the worst. And, like, they might surprise people, to be honest. They have a lineup that's capable of, like, surprising people. Um, but they're the, they should be the worst team in the division. Like, if they're not the worst team in the division, then other teams underachieve for what they had. Because they don't really have star power on the, on the team, and other teams do. So, um, we could talk about the division stuff afterwards. Um, I want to talk about, like, uh, the game tonight since it's fresh. So, the Leafs just played uh, Winnipeg 1-3-1. Uh, um, you watched the game. What did you think about it? Like, was there any players that stood out to you? Anything? Like, what do you think about the Leafs, how they're looking so far? Um, I like the game tonight. I like Mitch Barnett's performance. You guys, like, what, you got two goals in today? Uh, yeah. Yeah, he yeah, scored two goals. He got two goals in today. He played really well. Distributed. I think. Did he get the assist on the other one? Um, I don't remember. Uh, he, no, he didn't. Nylander did. Nylander did. Nylander had, like, a nice fake-out where the, he got the rebound. And then, yeah. usually off a rebound, you would shoot right away to kind of, like, catch the goalie. But the goalie mm-hmm. got over to the side quick, and he completely faked him out and, like, faked the shot and kind of passed it off to John Tavares, who popped it in. Yeah. And he's already... Know, they had me stressed. They had me stressed in that second period. Yeah. I mean, like, they dominated most of the game. Um, mm-hmm. They had a great game. Like, it was a solid all-around game, which is kind of why that Friday game against Ottawa is shocking. Because you see them play a game like this, and you're like, "Why aren't you capable of that every night?" But um, mm-hmm. but that was that was a very solid game. Um, as far as uh, my piece on it, and like kind of just like the whole season so far, um, I'm liking Wayne Simmons. Who I don't know if you noticed him out there. He's uh, um, he's like <laughs> the the only black guy on the team. So, but he's a Scarborough man. Uh, I didn't see him today. I saw, I saw him Friday though. Friday, he got into a fight Friday, no? Oh, no, no, yeah, no. that was, was no, 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 that was on, that was on, that was the Sorry. Montreal game. Uh, that was their first game of the season, he got into a fight. But yeah, man, he's like, he's like, he's a vet. He used to score like a good amount of goals. But he used to be on Philly. Like that was his mm-hmm. main team for a while. Uh, yeah. He's like 32. Um, tough guy, like gets into fights, scrappers. I love that guy, man. Like I think he was like a sick pickup for them. I think he deserves more minutes, to be honest. Like, he looks pretty quick, well-rested. He's been, like, injured for a while, so that's why he hasn't really been his usual self. But uh, but I love him as a player. He's looked good this season. Like, wasn't too noticeable tonight, but, like, he's he's been noticeable throughout the season. The Leafs kind of have, like, a lot of young guys, and they need, like, those vets to get, like, scrappy and kind of, like, not only keep them in check, but also, like, push other teams away and don't let them them get pushed around right which it looks like they have confidence to do like you kind of saw at the end of the game this season like like they were kind of fighting back which like they got their their argument there at the end when Mitch scored the open net and then the defenseman kind of hit him which was like unnecessary but at the same time you can understand he just like didn't want to let him get a free open net goal so I understand the arguments of both sides but um but yeah like usually like last season they wouldn't really stand up for themselves they would kind of just let themselves get pushed around and just like get ragdolled by people <laughs> so it's kind of like I think them having like a guy like Wayne Simmons on the team and then other vets like Joe Thornton who you he was playing with Matthews and Mitch on their line mm-hmm. uh, he yeah. if I had to explain him he's kind of like a like a Dirk Nowitzki but without a chip so he's still playing because he wants his chip like that guy's like 42 he's old as hell 
But that's crazy. Um, I wanted to ask you though, how do you feel about um, John Tavares? Oh, I love John Tavares. Like, I mean, um, like the the thing is with the team, the only thing that like bothers me about John Tavares, and this is one thing in the NHL, is like the salary cap is uh, so important, and we don't have a luxury tax like the NBA, so mm-hmm. uh, we got to stay under the cap. And and Mitch, Mitch, John Tavares, and um, Austin Matthews are all making over 10 mil which um, that's a really big contract in the NHL and uh, the salary cap's 80 mil so we got 30 mil into three players which is a lot for an 18 skater squad um, you he doesn't deserve that? no he definitely deserves it 100% it's just kind of like you kind of look at the team and then you wonder because we also had Nazem Kadri who was a great he was like it was like Nazem Kadri filled up his role whereas like John Tavares is an overperformer. And like we're paying him to play play less than what he is, so it's like I love JT. It's kind of nice to have that many stars and stuff, but like Kadri is like the perfect second line center. So it's kind of like it's kind of like like it's kind of like bringing a like a superstar off the bench, right in the NBA. It's just like it's like you would want him to ideally be a starter. So like why you would rather have like a nice six man instead of having that superstar sitting on the bench, if that makes sense. So, like, Nazem Kadri, he was, like, a perfect second-line center, and he's having a great... He, he's been playing well in Colorado, who's actually, like, the Stanley Cup favorites right now as their second-line center. Um, so, um, and I understand why he got, got traded, because he got himself suspended, like, two playoff rounds in a row by, like, hitting someone, like, like illegally. And then he got... He was doing some dumb-ass shit. Yeah, he was doing dumb shit, and then he got... Um, he got... Um, ejected for the series um uh both times like two series in a row so then they're just kind of like yeah man we have to trade you like you're you're not even playing for us anyways so we got to get rid of you but uh that's a whole other story but yeah man i love jt i think it's just like with all of the big players on the team when they don't perform because of the current salary cap situation like fans can't help but to be like man like you guys are getting paid this like you perform you know what i mean and it's been really big on mitch because he held out for to get his contract and like i would say like as much as I love Mitch out of all of the big four so there's Nylander he's making like 7 mil and then Mm -hmm. there's Austin who's like worth every penny like you pay that guy whatever he's he's gonna be a top 5 player in the league for like a long time like he's he's amazing incredible that guy um and some fans of other teams are gonna not like that you'll quickly notice like being a Leafs fan nobody likes Leafs fans (laughs) nobody likes Leafs players is he top 5 in the league though? Right now, he could be. He could yeah. be. Yeah, he could be. Debatable. It's debatable. I mean, like, it's debatable. Like, Crosby's kind of falling off. We'll see what he is. I wouldn't put him above Crosby yet, but, like, maybe soon. Like, I love Ovi, but, like... They're playing tomorrow. They're playing Washington. Uh, who, Washington's playing tomorrow? Washington's playing Crosby's team tomorrow. The Penguins. Oh, yeah? You're, you're trying to watch yeah. that game? Am I, yeah, I'm not giving it a little look into. Yeah, so, like, so definitely the top two are, like, McDavid and then this guy yeah. called McKinnon who's on uh, Colorado. He's their first-line center. And then, like, I feel like most people would probably put Crosby third. And then um, there's a winger called Kucherov who plays for Tampa. He'd be probably mm-hmm. top five as well, but he's out for the season. So I, I feel like you shouldn't count a player who's, like, out for the season as being top five, like, you should just completely eliminate like players who are injured like that from your list. So, so then, 
like the question is, do you put Ovechkin above him? Like I would say, like maybe, but like I think Matthews is capable of scoring just as much goals at this point. Like he's he would have been a fifty goal scorer last year if COVID didn't end the season. He ended on like forty seven or something like that. So he would have been a fifty goal scorer, and a fifty goal scorer, even a forty goal scorer in the NHL is like a big deal. And Matthews just like he's always like thirty plus, and like he he should be a fifty goal scorer already if the season they're getting shortened last year so um yeah he's he if he's not top five he's gonna be top five and he'll be top five for a while you know what i mean if that guy stays healthy the way like How old is he? he's uh 23 he's oh, a, sure. yeah he's a 97 so Damn. yeah so um yeah he's young man he's young like he's like not even prime yet but he's just like he's that much of a great talent and I feel like if he didn't, if he played anywhere else but Toronto, people would love him. But because he plays for Toronto, they, he's just gonna get shit on. Like Toronto's like the Knicks in the NBA. So like, imagine if the Knicks were good, people would just hate that team. You know what I mean? It, like they're almost like Golden State when Golden State was a super team. You know how everybody hated on Golden State and everybody wanted Golden State to to lose. Like that's kind of just like kind of how the Leafs are. It doesn't matter if they're good or if they're bad. People are just gonna be like they're shit. So like you could be shit, they'll call you shit. You could be you could be one of the best teams in the league, which if you're like true to yourself as a hockey fan and you admit it they are one of the best teams in the league at least on paper so like i don't know and matthews is one of the big reasons for that um yeah. but yeah, i'm man. surprised that he's only 23 he's top five like he's arguably arguably he's definitely top 10 100 like i'm not arguing yeah. with that like he's he's top 10 for sure um mm-hmm. so but yeah man so i kind of want to talk about like um, the Canadian division. So because of uh, COVID right now, um, the teams have been segregated differently than they were before. Um, so, um, and the Leafs got a, rid of a lot of teams in their division that were actually tough teams. So one thing that's been tough over the years is like we've had a lot of tough teams in our division. We had Boston and Tampa, who've been like two of the best teams in the league for the last like three, four seasons. And Tampa's like, the best team in the league or arguably now Colorado is pretty nice but I would still say Tampa is the best team in the league especially fully healthy and they've been the best team in the league for like the last three seasons for sure most stacked team by far um, and we had them in our division and we had Boston clearly who everybody knows the history between Boston and Toronto we don't need to repeat <laughs> it I don't need to have flashbacks PTSD so are you sure you don't want to let's uh, talk about it bro no man please please I don't want to talk about it I don't want to talk about it nightmares that's nightmares <laughs> But um, uh, game seven comebacks. <laughs> man, it happened like we lost to them in game seven three times, three times. We lost to them in game seven. It's like Lebronto, like you know, same idea, but like except it's a whole team and an annoying ass city <laughs> that doesn't let you hear the end of it. But it had to be Boston. Man. It had to be Boston, man. But uh, but yeah, so so we had Boston and Tampa in the division, and they were like really tough teams. So the Leafs were always like usually the third best team and they underperform so they're not going to finish as the third best team because it's the Leafs and they underperform as usual um but yeah that kind of leads me into right now we've got uh four they split up the league into four divisions so they've got the the they've got the central the east and the west to kind of split up the states into three pieces and then they got the north for Canada so um the north division which the Leafs are in now is all Canadian teams, <clears throat> and I personally think they're the best uh, team in the division. And uh, people might argue that they're not, but that's just like Leafs haters. 
Um, who would who would they put first? I don't know to be honest, because I think like if you're honest with yourself, <laughs> uh, as like who's the most talented team in the division, it's the Leafs. I think it's kind of like I think the division has like the Leafs, a bunch of like solid teams, and then Ottawa at the bottom. That's how I, I would kind of look at it, and that's not me trying to like this Ottawa man. I think they're gonna get better. Like they look yeah. like they're building a solid. Like their team definitely looks better than it did last season. But it's just like you just look at what you have and you, you do know where to determine they are. So I mean, so if the Leafs are first or second, who do you think is second person? So if I had to rank them right now, I'm gonna rank all the teams. Um, and this is where like the middle of the pack gets kind of muddy because like you could kind of rotate the, these teams however you like. So first team I think is the Leafs, and I think most people would pick that as the first, the best team in the division. Are they gonna finish first in the division? Probably not because it's the Leafs. So they're going to disappoint and not finish first you in the division. You have no faith in them whatsoever. Oh, man, you haven't been a Leafs fan. <laughs> you haven't been a Leafs fan, man. Nah, they're going to do well this year just because <laughs> I'm becoming a Leafs fan. Yeah, we'll see. Whenever I tell you to put on the game, they start getting scored on. So we'll see. I think you're bad luck. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. They won today, bro. I guess <laughs> so, um, but yeah, the Leafs would definitely be ranked first. I think they're the best team in the division uh, on paper for sure and like right now they're 3-1 and one, so mm-hmm. the stats would say so that one game was a really really bad loss and really embarrassing but um, I'm going to give it to them and then second I would rank uh, Calgary which I think that would be a hot take for some people um, but Calgary they, they have a solid all around team and like what they've been missing for a few years now has been a keeper and uh, they just got a, a, a nice keeper called Jakob Markstrom who had a solid year last year and um, mm-hmm. he's he looks like he'd be a good addition for them. So um, we'll we'll see how that carries out over the season. I think they're the second best team. I don't think a lot of people think they're the second best team. Uh, third best team, which for some people is not a hot take, and for some other people it is, is Montreal. Um, Montreal. I know I know you didn't get the chance to watch the first game of the season, but um, Montreal is a really solid all around team. They just made some great additions last season. Um, they added like good good solid lineup players like they didn't add any stars but they added like some solid lineup players um they got themselves a backup for Carey Price who's been considered uh one of the best goalkeepers in the league for a long time but he never had a, a backup to help him out uh so he could get some rest he he would just play a lot of games and by the time his playoffs would come he would be burnt out um yeah. and he was kind of keeping that team alive for like so long so uh, having a backup will be nice for him. They added like tough players like Josh Anderson, um, and then uh, they added Tyler Toffoli, which is a good lineup player. Um, that won some cups with uh, the LA Kings, so um, I think they have a good all-around lineup, and they'll they'll definitely look better this season. So I think they're number three, um, and then fourth, who I think a lot of people would have second is Edmonton. So obviously Edmonton has Connor McDavid. And then they also have Leon Dreisettle, who I don't know if you've heard of, but he's also a great player. Uh, and he was actually averaging more points than McDavid last season. Uh, they were both, like, top of the league in points on the same team, which is insane. But um, other than them two, the rest of the lineup is kind of thin, in my opinion. So even though they have those two players, and I think a lot of people would put them second just based on those two players, I can't rank them that high because, first of all, they have no goalkeepers at all. They're They're... Net situation is horrible. Um, defense is questionable. 
and then secondary scoring is questionable so so for me they're ranked fourth and that's like there's better all-around teams than them in the league in the division actually but um because of mcdavid and dry settle they got to be ranked uh fourth and you then uh, I mean, it doesn't really work like that in the NHL, man. He already signed his deal, and like, yeah. like when you're a star player and you're on a long-term deal like that, you're pretty much you're staying on the team. Like that, like no matter what happens. Yeah, stars don't superstars don't really move around in the NHL like in the NBA. They kind of just all stay on like the team they were drafted on, unless their contract ends and they're a free agent and they dip. But even yeah. then, like they don't always they don't always leave. So, um, but yeah, that's my take on Edmonton. The next team is Vancouver. Uh, and I don't know if you've heard with them they have a player called uh, Elias Pettersson he's their number one center he's super nice like actually elite I think even he's going to be like a top five player in the league one day oh he's nice and he's younger than Matthews he's like 21 or something like that so but he's like he's really nice like he'll be he'll be he'll be he's not like top 10 yet but like he he will be at some point, and he'll even be top five. I think. Like, I think he's that nice. You're seeing the you're seeing the potential yourself. I'm seeing the. I I mean, like people recognize the potential he has, but like yeah, I'm just saying, like based off of my eyes, what I've seen, is just like mm-hmm. he's just you know like sometimes there's players that are they're just built different. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. they just they just show up in the league. They're like kids, but they but they have an aura like they're thirty and they've been in the league. You know what I mean? They just show up and they're that they're that those guys, and he's like yeah. one of those guys. Uh, they also have like a nice sniper Brock Besser he's American but he's had like health history bad health history so he's been a problem for them um and then um yeah all around they got a solid lineup uh decent keepers they signed Braden Holpe from Washington who used to be their starter and he won the cup with them uh back in 2018 but now they got a young keeper on Washington so they let him go um how good is that guy uh, he used to be like top three best keepers in the league for like a long time, but uh, mm-hmm. he's kind of older now. Like uh, I still I still think he's pretty good, but like most people would call him just like average, like solid mm-hmm. starter. Um, then we got Winnipeg, who you saw play tonight. Uh, they got. I, I didn't think they were that bad. They're not that bad. That's the thing. I'm saying like Calgary, Montreal, Edmonton, Vancouver, and Winnipeg. You could rotate them either way. Like Winnipeg could oh, be man. second or. Uh, sixth, you know what I mean? Like, like the that whole middle pack is kind of like super interchangeable. I'm just ranking them here because um, they have the best keeper in the league. They have a nasty attack with guys like Mark Shifley, uh, Patrick Laine, who you didn't get to see tonight because he was injured. Uh, Nikolai Ehlers, like uh, Kyle Connor. They have a nice team offensively. They're very top heavy, uh, but their defense uh, fell off because they used they had a star player who retired, uh, kind of out of the blue. Uh, last season um, and then they just kind of had a mix of mix and match parts on defense kind of like players they brought up from the minors and picked up free agents and stuff like that so it hasn't been like a super nice defense and then they have one of the they have who I think is the best keeper in the league right now which is uh, which cool. is uh, Hellebuck so um, so that's definitely a watch that, yeah. yeah so they have like they have the best keeper in the league and then a really good offense so and their defense is just like not that great which it kind of sounds like the Leafs a couple years ago not saying Freddie was the best keeper in the league but he was a great keeper um so so yeah there's that factor for them too uh and then obviously at the bottom is the the Senators so um 
I kind of already touched on them. So yeah. uh, not too much more to say about that, but um, they look like they, they, what if they end up second? I mean, they could, man. They could surprise. They got like they got one of those teams that's kind of like that, you know. Like you look at the team, you're like, oh, they're they're not that great, but like they're not that bad either. So they could surprise. You know what I mean? They got nothing to lose. Yeah, they got nothing to lose. Like, so so they could surprise. But like like if on paper, like if any of these teams let Ottawa finish above them, like it's embarrassing for any of them. Like literally for any Damn. of them, they can't let that happen. Damn. That's why the loss, the Leafs lost to them on Friday was like <laughs> so embarrassing because it's like. You're getting talked up as the best team in the division, and you're losing to the to the worst team in the division, one of the worst teams in the league, and you're supposed to be yeah. one of the best teams in the league. So, um, yeah, man, um, I think that's all I really have to say on the on the NHL. The Leafs so far looking good, three and one on the season, which we'll we'll keep an eye on them and see how they do. Obviously, sure. you have high hopes. Me as a Leafs fan, I just kind of take it day by day and go with the flow. Cause I know I'm better. This is the year. <laughs> uh, you sound like most Leafs fans. <laughs> <laughs> Every year is the year. <laughs> Last year was supposed to be the year too. Then Corona. <laughs> nah, but this year is the year. I started watching the game consistently. Watch. All right. We're gonna do a thing, bro. All right. We'll see. Well, um, I'm thinking. I'm thinking we should cut it here, brother. Anything? Anything yeah. that you want to add? Anything? Any other topics you want to like touch touch on before we call it a day? Uh, I'm just happy we finally, you know, got this thing started. Yep, first episode in the we, books. Yeah, uh, we needed a platform to talk, explore <laughs> just, the shit that we actually like talking about. Yes, sir. So, uh, we just wanted to say thanks to everybody who's watching. Hopefully you enjoyed the first episode, and uh, uh, we'll catch you on the next one. Take it easy. Yeah.